There it is. What's going on, everybody? Yep. The two goats in the house waiting on Sadie Hawkins, the dancer. Yes, sir. Not not sure where she is. Let's find out. Hey, so I went back and watched the Minarets Mustang. It's recording. Oh, really? Yeah. I so went, just. I went back and watched that and the whole promposal thing that Wyatt and Sarah were talking about. That was a very good topic of discussion. Like he was, he was like, why would I rent this big old bounce house? Yeah. That was funny. And I think, and I think Sarah, like, it's just, she didn't understand. Like, yeah, like there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Guys are under a lot of pressure to do something. I, I've literally seen a student here tell a guy, no, because it wasn't big enough. I I remember that. She's like she he like did this little note and put it on her like computer and stuff. And so, then she came back and said, "No. You need to do something like bigger." So, I was like, "Wow." So as you have seen some, do we have some pretty good ones this year? I actually haven't seen any. I I haven't neither, and I was I was just I mean, I've seen some signs, but Nothing over the top. That's do, it. Do we have at least a candidate trying to win it or anything? You know, one of my kids is in charge of that. I have to ask them. But I haven't heard of anything that's, like, outstanding. So let's see what our uh, our friend says about it. Yeah, let's let's ask. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? So we got a very important topic of discussion today. We wanted to uh, to talk to you about being a professional, uh, mm-hmm. a professional promposal receiver. Mm-hmm. Are there any instances where a where a promposal would get a no answer for you? Aside from for like me? from the, aside from like the guy not being someone you're interested in or girl. I mean, who knows nowadays. But if somebody just came with like not a great big grand gesture, would you say no or would you still say yeah? I mean, assuming you liked the guy and all that stuff. I'd probably say yeah. Probably. That's the key word right uh, that, there. That is. She would probably have to So say where that. do you draw the line? Mm, I don't know. Maybe if it's like really last minute and like not thought of. Huh. I feel so like you just, the whole point of so it is effort. to be thought about. Yeah, effort it's is like what the thought that counts. Yeah. How, how were you proposed to? Like, did you get a proposal, or does I know? I mean, here's a question, Sadie. How late is too late? How long does a girl need? Mm, I'd say at least a few weeks, so that way they have time to get like dresses and like outfits and stuff. Like, I you mean, don't want to do a week of because then that's stressful. Sadie, let's be honest. You guys are buying your dresses before you get even proposed to. So (laughs) you're like, this is what I'm wearing. Whoever asks me is going to get lucky enough to see me in it. Okay. That's the truth. Now now here's a question, Sadie. Like as we, as we're thinking about it, let's say it's not boyfriend, girlfriend material. It's just someone who just asked you and they gave you a month in advance. Are you holding out for the next one or, and it was like a big one. Are you going to try to hold out for the next That's one? Or? a loaded question right there. Yeah, I, that is a loaded question. I mean, yeah, you answered that the wrong way. Yep. 
But unfortunately, I have seen that happen yeah. where it's like not, I, I they're not committed. They don't, they don't, they like back out so because be, they got a better offer. So before I stepped on this podcast, I did my research on Ortiz and he had to turn down like three or four of them because they weren't up to his standards. So. Yeah, I did. <laughs> they did not come correct. I told yeah. Him. Sadie, what was your best proposal that was given like to you? Hmm. Oh, here's another, here's another question because this kind of came up. So sorry to interrupt that, but I know you had a boyfriend like a oh, lot wait, of high hey, school. Wait. Before I cut you off, I only got four minutes because then I have a volleyball meeting. But oh go my ahead. god, proceed. What's more important? Yeah, <laughs> proceed. Go. So uh, I'm uh, pretty sure if I my valley championship ring, so it's actually pretty. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure if I remember this correctly, because I wasn't a teacher here when she was a student. I'm not that old. But she, so you had a boyfriend like most of high school or like the second yeah. half of high school? Okay. So how does that diff change proposals? Like, do guys still have to go all out? I mean, you're obviously going together. That's your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Like, what does that change the approach, you think? Like, or, or in your case, like if you're asking for Sadie's or something. Mm, I don't know. I feel like. Do you My feel like you get a little good. lax because you've been together like for a period of time already? No, I think you still need to be asked. Really? I actually talked to Sarah about this and I was like, is Trevor going to ask you even though he's on high school? And she was like, he better. So, you know what I mean? Like, really? That, see, that's, I, that's a different story. I think, wait, I, I understand asking to go when you're both in high school, but like, what's he going to do? Come to the high school and like, he has got to get permission to come on. You know what I mean? That's I a mean, little bit. I don't different. have to be at school. The only thing I would ask is what color is your dress that we're wearing up formal? Yeah. Like I wouldn't make a sign. <laughs> what, what color is your dress so I can match? And this is where you guys laugh. And I would always be like, do you feel like being prom queen or not? <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. That's true. Cause if they were, this they like basically laugh. they automatically won. Yeah. No, I'm going to be, I'll be real. Like these were not a thing when I was in high school. Nope. Not for me. <laughs> I feel like it blew, it blew up, like, right after I graduated. Just so you know, we got Jill on the line, too. She's in here eating lunch with me. So. Nice. Jill? <laughs> Put you on speaker. Jill, what is your, what is your opinion? Mrs. Gamble, the art the, teacher. I didn't hear the beginning of the conversation. We're doing a podcast. Here, What's your opinion on, like, proposals, promposals, like prom things like that? Were you ever asked? And if so, like, what was the thing? Cause Jill's Jill's my age. I won't say numbers, but but back like I feel like when I graduated, like when we were in high school, right after that is when like these big proposals became a thing. I don't even remember that when I first started working that like kids did that so elaborately. I feel like it's a lot of pressure, and I, I mean, how I was asked was, "Hey, do you want to go to prom?" Yeah, I mean, yeah. in all reality, yeah. Like, I'll be completely honest. I don't know that I asked the girl I was dating. It was just kind of assumed. I don't remember. I mean, yeah. I might have, like, asked her, like, hey, you know, my prom's coming up. Do you want to go? But we were, like, I dated the same girl throughout, like, all of high school. So it was so lax and, like, comfortable that, like, I think by the time we were juniors and seniors, she was a year younger than me. Um, like. This is why you didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, but like nowadays, 
the pressure's on because now it's like on social media. So well, if you get shut down. I think most of the reason time. it got big is because it's one upping. Yeah. That's the only reason. It's more of like, I want to say, I want to be the girl that got the biggest proposal because I'm worth the most. I, not all. I, I got to go. But I think a lot. Yeah, see, she doesn't like that yeah. answer. There we go. <laughs> all right. No, so thank you for uh, for joining us today. We appreciate it. We'd love to have you back on one day to the two goats, one class right. podcast. And maybe if you're a regular, we might change the name. Who knows? All right. Well, we'll see good. you next time. Bye, Congratulations on your Valley Championship, and we'll talk to you soon. See you, Sadie. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah, see, I mean, I honestly think that is what's played such a major role is the one-up. One up. But, man, I mean, here's the thing. You're competing against some people who have money to well, some yeah. who don't. And I it's know. like – I know we probably didn't care. grow up on like the money. I was like, dude, I can't afford that. So at some point, you're just gonna have to. Us kings need to settle for. Here, here's the thing, and and people say, oh, do something original. It's like, how about not doing this huge, grand gesture, and just going like kind of old school and just like really just setting like an intimate thing. Like maybe go out, you know, invite her over, and put some like just simple like flowers and candles for, for like us. A, almost like a real proposal but like obviously for a dance for us i mean all of our money if we would have we would have had to choose it was either the promposal with the flowers and this and that or we take a limo we go to dinner like at some point you would have to split where your money went it's just yeah for sure I, I mean i definitely didn't have money when i was younger like we i grew up pretty poor so <laughs> doing these expending money was like a luxury and half the time, I mean, I was playing a sport during winter, so it was, like I was, I was like, it was always like I had to rush home. I was a wrestler, so we were always out of town, especially on Saturdays for you guys. Yeah, so that, you know, the real man sport. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So changing topic, um, you know, we uh, had had a. Sports-wise, just kind of looking over, um, and we had the assistant varsity uh, volleyball coach. And, you know, for as small as a, small of a school we are, like our programs are really thriving. And that's kind of what I'm most excited about. I mean, stepping into the um, athletic director's role and then, you know, me and you kind of collaborating a lot this year, man. Um, I really feel like me and you have taken these programs steps up. Like we expect a lot. We got them huddle. Um, you've really dove in and helped me out with that because I'll tell you what, dude, I can barely work my phone with technology. <laughs> and, and you know, like I think um, I'm really proud of where we've come up to this point, man. I think this it's, guy's a little It's bit. fun. I mean, my, my whole thing and, and the reason I even took on leadership is I really enjoy the school spirit aspect of high school, right? Like so whether that's – decorating doing a party slash dance or uh just um getting stuff pumped up right like i i just really enjoy that stuff so that so so supporting sports teams and and doing things for them to help you know get students excited about it uh, that's just what i've always been about so jumping in and kind of be having the opportunity i've always wanted to be an ad so jumping in and having the opportunity to do that, like even in a small capacity, has been a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, we both have those AD roles, whether it be 
you activities and the athletics or vice versa because we both kind of help each other in both those aspects. So it doesn't yeah. really You guys want to anyone want to join us? We had a couple of people joining walking into the studio. You know, we got uh Mr. Ryu Satello. It's like perfect timing. We started changing the topic to sports and now we have uh couple winter athletes. sports. Yeah. Couple athletes sports in here to talk we about. We have Caitlin Mangan to my left. Say hi. Say it on the microphone so we can hear you. Hey. And then we have Mr. Ryu Satello. He's one of the, I don't know, are you a captain for soccer this year? I am, yeah. So make sure the mics are up close. But yeah, Ryu is a varsity boys soccer captain. We actually have Mr. Zachary Martin. Uh, he's oh. back behind there. He's We only have four mics, so he didn't join in. He's working the board. Um, and then Caitlin works on, is a varsity soccer player as well. So we were talking about just programs growing, like they're really starting to grow more, I think. Uh, and I was about to say, like, I think the biggest thing is is really consistency because the programs that we've typically seen do really well are baseball, volleyball, soccer for a period on both sides. Yeah. But but what was the common denominator? Like, what when were those programs successful? when we had coaches that were here for like four or five years, right? Yeah. Like when, not that this year isn't successful with Mary or last year, but like when uh, Shattuck was here for like four, four years or whatever, like they, they started getting better. Like as you, the longer you're in the program, the more success you see, you get some consistency with your coaching expectations and things like that. And the same thing when um, Vaughn was here and he had been here for a couple of years in a row the team started getting – you could see them improving. Like, right, we're not expecting Valley Championships right away. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely see improvement, and that's the big thing. And that's what I was going to say. That I, th- I feel like we lose track because we have so much turnover. Things happen. Coaches leave. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we can get consistent, then our programs can get even better than what they are. Definitely. And, um, you know, I kind of will address to uh, Caitlin, um, last year um, soccer – you know, had a had a run during playoffs and then and then lost the playoff game. But you guys returned this year with like six starting freshmen, and now you guys are undefeated. How does mm-hmm. that? How's that rolling into? I mean, we're coming up to league. How are you guys feeling at this point? Mixed emotions. Um, give us some positivities on that. So currently, we are three and zero, and it feels really good. So that's really good, and also like. So we only have like a couple returning players. So that was hard in the beginning because some of the people on the team just didn't know each other. But there's also like people that are coming in that we've all played with since we were like three. So the chemistry on the field is just there. And um, just taking those practices to um, incorporate the chemistry and the playing together has been um, really helping us, and I think league is going to start off with a strong kick, and yeah. Who uh, you have? You just have Mary and Scott. Is it Scott? Yes. Your coaches. Yeah. Is there a JV team this year? Yes, there is a JV team, and Nicole is the coach. Yeah. Bar- Barrios. 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 Yeah, they actually have a tournament next week. Friday. How many? How's the JV team like? As far as numbers, how how do they look? Um, good. Yeah, like, pretty strong. We have a good JV and varsity. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's because, again, consistency and also obviously part of that is having a feeding 
right? Yeah. Uh, something that feeds into it. Yeah. So having those JV teams is pretty important. Yeah, and we take the JV teams and we practice with them as well. So we incorporate them into learning what we're learning so that, like, next year when all the seniors go, um, more people from the JV will be moved up and they know how, like, we play in our <coughs> formations and stuff. Yeah, so. that's always been my idea. Like, and I don't think uh, there's not a whole lot of teams that do it is when we have these small, like, really small JV and varsity teams where you have, like, barely enough to field, mm -hmm. why aren't we practicing together? Like, have them practice together and then obviously break off and say, okay, JV go work mm -hmm. together at this. Now, obviously, with, like, baseball, it might be hard because the fields are so far apart, but right. I'm sure you can make it work. And, and, and my rationale is back when I was in high school and I, I wrestled um, – and keep in mind, we weren't a small school, but wrestling was a smaller program on campus, and everybody worked out with everybody. So sometimes you'd have a freshman rolling around with a senior getting his butt kicked, but then he'd go wrestle another freshman, and he'd be like, oh, this is easy. So for me, um, like preseason, we practice together until scrimmage time. Like we're all together. So they hear my lingo. They know my expectations. Um, so – that's kind of I, I do what we talk about is, mm -hmm. is I keep us together and then at that point now I know it's game time you guys need to play together yeah together, yeah so yeah because I feel like that's again familiarizing with the program learning learning what you know how things are done at that level um and, and you see the difference when you don't like with JV soccer like there's no JV soccer right no there's not yeah and that and I mean how does that affect you guys do you think like because did you have a JV last year yeah, we had a JV last year, but we didn't have a lot of players actually turning out all the time. Yeah, it was like it was so, like eight. It was like eight guys. Mm -hmm. So, do you see like a difference by having those younger guys that played? Because obviously, you want JV because, as coach, will probably verify. There's no better teacher than game time, right? Like yeah. you can't get better experience than actually playing in a game, being in real situations. So, do you see a difference between the guys who played? last year on JV versus the guys like that didn't play last year on JV who are on varsity? We have a lot of returners that played JV last year that are like returned this year. And all of the like players that haven't done anything last year are just freshmen. So okay. it really, it's really like, so it's tough to just, judge this year. Kinda. Yeah. What do we, well, we had, do we have JV girls last year? Yes. No. Okay. We did. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like, I mean, and I'm sure it's true. I mean, I'm I'm sure that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like, as you said, just the programs who've had, you know, the same coaches mm -hmm. consistency over years and years and years is is the ones who get the numbers. Yeah, that's a big yeah. part. I mean, I'll, I mean, that it, that and just being more of a go-getter, getting out there and, and recruiting. I, I coached softball two years here, one as like just a helping assistant. Uh, kind of came in middle of the year it was like right when I first started and then the other year was the following year because that coach left the JV coach mm -hmm. and so I'm like okay I'll I'll do it but I immediately as soon as I found out I put out a Google Forms are you interested fill out this information it was like name phone number mm -hmm. email to get all that stuff yeah. I I mean I had 20 girls on the softball team that year in a in a nine position sport yeah mm -hmm. And it was like I was out there promoting, asking, talking to people. And then, like, this, I see them, like, last year struggling to get nobody. 
Like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they barely had a full team. Yeah. To and then as soon as any of them were ineligible, they had to forfeit because that and they like didn't have enough COVID numbers last yeah. year. Too. That as well. But even even then, in general, since then, like since I was coaching, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like say, oh, oh it's all because of me, <laughs> but I think part of it was because I was out recruiting. Mm-hmm. But like since I've coached, I don't think we've had a JV team. That's what I, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. So. Because I remember here's because I know it's true actually now that I think about it because we built that JV field the year after they finished it the year after I coached mm-hmm. uh, and it's yeah. never been used yeah so to speak on that I've already kind of arranged to throw like a Mustangs Academy team so I'll have like a 12 year old under U12 team and like a U14 team to build the program here so kids can play in this area we'll go down and compete against Fresno because I truly believe like you know what, we might not beat them in high school because they have a little more resources than us, but at a younger age, everyone's on the same playing field. So um, I think we go down and compete against Fresno schools as as a young group in the mountains to show what we got up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 big. And, and like Zamora, even even the, the little change we had in volleyball from Zamora to Chacon back to Zamora, like you, they're similar. And just having that consistency, like they're still, they just have – less turnover in coaching and so we have a, a you know we do a pretty good job and they all have the rings to show it yeah they do have the ring so i don't have my ring though i mean i was a pretty i was we, there supporting we, we team. were yeah we were a big part of it <laughs> and if it wasn't for me but you guys better win one so i can have let me get one of those yeah i'm really hoping like that we can i i honestly i honestly think for girls soccer because i've gotten to see them play um i think it's just um how you progress throughout the year. I mean, at some point we just got stagnant Mm -hmm. last year and then we hit playoffs and then it just, we just had this run. Um, and I get the playoff game last year. It was freaking, it was like a tsunami with the rain and everything. It was crazy. Um, I think, uh, just not staying stagnant. And then once we hit that playoff run, we make that run again. Cause I think we got a shot. Like just seeing you guys play. I'm really excited about that. I still need to see the boys play, but, um, I've heard nothing but good things. So, yeah. And I feel like, um, like, as soon as we actually start understanding how everyone plays on the team, because, like, there are a bunch of new players, um, it's going to start, like, just connecting, and it's going to become easier from there. Yeah, and I, and I think our, our league does a good job of preparing us for playoffs. Mm-hmm. I really think that. Our league is tough. I mean, Yosemite, mm-hmm. Sierra, Liberty Madera Ranchos, Chowchilla, yeah. um, and us, I mean – the, the north up here, we that's a tough league, and I really feel super excited once we get into playoffs playing these teams. We're ready for yeah. smaller schools. And with the new playoff format, it actually helps us out a lot. Even if we lose, like, all of our league games, you could potentially – like, if you don't do well in league, you could potentially just be uh, shifted down in, like, the division for playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it, it does take into account, like, how good you, like, are versus – like opponents rather than just like your league because a lot of our league is higher than us yeah 100 percent. because we're we're only at like four something the only one who the only one who kind of is in the same boat as us is sierra like they just their numbers are just what's their attendance i want to say it's like under 400 like three something dude yeah yeah and, and speaking of sierra they just got which baffles me like of all the sports to really cut with the exception of having not having the facilities to support it, mm-hmm. like 
at a school that has had the sport for so long, they just cut wrestling. They just announced yeah. that they weren't bringing it back. Yeah. And it's a dominant, it's a good program, right? They, yeah. They've had it for like 15 years. Straight and even further because when I was when I was in high school, we came up here for, for like a scrimmage, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so that was that was '99 when I was a senior, and so that's to over 20 years they've had a wrestling program, and I know it went away for a little while, and then it came back officially. It became like a club for a little while, mm-hmm. but it's like, why would like they have the facilities? Obviously, why do you cut a sport when that's consistent and does well? Like Fresno State when they cut Fresno State wrestling, wrestling yep. it was the same thing. It's like this underfunded. It's like well, the guys, the coach is funding it himself, like pretty much self sufficient. So I don't know. Just it's tough. Like I just don't feel like that. Like when we have a good sport that's consistent. It's a positive outlet for kids. Like why are we cutting those things? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Well. I think I heard the bell ring. Yes, I unfortunately, so. this was kind of our first unofficial testing out podcast. We don't need scripts. We yeah, just we, we just ad lib it the whole way. Ad lib. I mean, that's why we're called the goats. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for joining. Thank, thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next time. I don't know if I'll ever post this, but it is recorded. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks right. for joining us, Caitlin. Ryu. Ryu. Mm-hmm. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Yep. All right.